So great to see all the people that are here and to uh, uh, listen to them. They, frankly, they are coming out of this keynote uh, speech by Quentin Messer, Jr., CEO of MEDC, and mo- much more than that. And they're all positive. They've, they've got a positive view. And uh, as I say, Steve Gregorian, CEO of the Detroit Economic Club, does a great, great job. I did not see Lloyd Jackson. Did Lloyd do from JR Mornings? I don't know if he did the news because uh, usually he stops by, and but he does the news before these meetings. Meanwhile... I mentioned all the people who were a part of the team that came in with Quentin Messer, Jr., and one of them's sitting alongside me right now, Gabriel Ehrlich, Director of Research Seminar in Quantitative Economics from the University of Michigan. Nice to have you here. Thanks for having me. This I always look for the, the University of Michigan studies on everything. Now, being a grad, I'm, I can't help myself, but I do believe that I'm not the only person that checks out your statistics and has... Uh, they they honor you because you guys are so good at what you do. Well, well thanks a lot. And here's the question. If you say, from what I picked up earlier, that the hard facts are that Michigan's doing okay, why is it that we, so many of us, are nervous? Why is it that, I mean, where is consumer sentiment, I guess? I shouldn't make a, yeah. an assumption. We have seen a little bit of improvement in consumer sentiment very recently, but the reality is it's still pretty pretty uh, sour, I would say. Why? Yeah, you, you know, I think that, that there's a puzzle there. So I'm not going to pretend that I have all of the answers, but I'll tell you, you know, the answer that I've really settled on as one of the most important things, especially here in Michigan, which is we track something we call real disposable income. We adjust personal income here in Michigan for inflation and for taxes. And, uh, you know, of course, I don't need to tell you that inflation – really took off coming out of the pandemic. And the reality is uh, that eroded people's incomes in terms of what they could actually purchase. So when you think about it in terms of living standards, by our measure, we've really been mostly treading water since 2019. And that's, you know, several years at this point. So you can understand why people feel sour when their real purchasing power hasn't been going up. And it doesn't appear to be going up anytime soon, at least that's what it feels like. We still talk to people who say, have you seen what eggs are selling for? Of course, there's the avian flu uh, that's been a problem, but there are other issues. Inflation has been a real tough thing. Well, let me, uh, there I'm, I think I'm a little more optimistic. Listen, inflation has been slowing down recently. If you look in the recent data, it's slowing down. I, I want to emphasize prices are not going to go back to where they were before the pandemic. But the inflation is the change in prices, the speed at which prices are going up, and that has been slowing down quite a bit. So I do think that there's good news there, and I think that that is going to translate into people seeing their purchasing power rise also. So I think even though it's been a frustrating few years, I think I have slightly better news ahead. Well, and good, because we we need a a positive horizon to look at, And, and we need somebody like you who crunches the numbers, and you speak in factual terms. So far, I've been speaking in emotional terms. Because, well, I was never good in math, but um, you are speaking in factual terms. So it almost gets to a point where we say, okay, uh, things are getting better and look so good. Why don't I feel so good? Yeah, I I think give it a little more time. I think that people are going to start feeling better as we move forward, as they, you know, as the news sinks in that inflation has slowed down and as they see their purchasing power rise. And then, you know, you also have to look at the job situation. That's been pretty positive. Um, You know, we're almost, depending how you measure, we've either recovered from all of the jobs we lost in the pandemic or we're almost there here in Michigan. And I think that's something we should celebrate. Dr. Gabriel M. Ehrlich, an economic forecaster at U of M, 
He's the director of the university's research seminar in quantitative economics. He received his Ph.D. in economics from the University of Michigan, and his work is discussed regularly in The Economist, The Financial Times, The Washington Post. He's published uh, recently in the New England Journal of Medicine, the Review of Economics and Statistics. I mean, this is a guy who knows what he's talking about. How did we get him? I don't know, but we're glad we did. When in the world did you present to the New England Journal of Medicine? Uh, we, uh, with some colleagues at the university, we studied uh, the impact of the Healthy Michigan Plan, which is the Medicaid expansion here in Michigan, uh, on the Michigan economy. Wow. That's interesting. Thanks. I didn't know that we would even see something like that in the New England Journal of Medicine. What else do you work on? Uh, all these different things that we see from time yeah. to time quoted uh, in a variety of places, uh, study done at University of Michigan. Sounds like you're a part of all that. Well, well thanks. Yeah, you know, the university is a great place. I'm, you know, great researchers and collaborators, and I've been very lucky to get to collaborate with, with a lot of folks there. Uh, you know, we have a, a partnership with the city of Detroit and uh, Wayne State and Michigan State Universities to, to look at the Detroit economy. Uh, that's been a really rewarding uh, part of the job. And then one of my projects is using big data to try to improve on economic indicators, uh, just like inflation. So. You know, it, it reminds me, uh, when you mentioned a, a relationship with Detroit, um, uh, we were just at, in fact, I took Sophie with me, my daughter, who's 20 and is a student at University of Michigan, has been in since she was a freshman at the Ross School of Business. We just went and, and spent a little time with Stephen Ross and Christopher Illich uh, at the new University of Michigan Innovation Center at the groundbreaking. So uh, I love to see, in a sense, University of Michigan coming back to its roots. We were, we were here in Detroit yeah. way back when. And to see that, and you know, by the way, you're being shy when you talk about how lucky you've been to be able to collaborate with so many people. People tell me they feel lucky to collaborate with you. Well, thanks very much. That's, Good for you. What are you flattering. working on now? What can we look for coming up? Yeah, uh, we'll be at uh, the City of Detroit's uh, Consensus Revenue Estimating Conference next month um, to talk about the outlook for the Detroit economy. We'll have a forecast coming out uh, end of this month, early next month, on, on what we can look forward to for Detroit. All right, we'll look forward to that, and now we'll put a, a a face with the name, and I hope you can on radio as well. We try to make that happen through radio. It hasn't happened completely yet, but it's not far away. Oh, I think they call that television. <laughs> but be that as it may, Gabe Ehrlich, the Director of Research Seminar in Quantitative Economics, where he forecasts the U.S. and Michigan economies from the University of Michigan. He was a big part of today's 2024 Michigan Economic Outlook here at the Detroit Economic Club. So glad to meet you and to have you on. Thanks very much, and go blue. Go blue. God bless you for that as we continue on WJR.